Welcome back, one and all, to my show, Denny Thinks He Knows, a sports talk show hosted by me, Denny Glasser. Episode 16. Here we are. We have arrived. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you all have had a great week. Looking forward to covering a whole bunch of sports today. And without any further ado, we're going to jump right into it, baby. Alrighty. First up, we have the NFL. Wow. J.J. Watt to the Arizona Cardinals. Who saw that one coming? I didn't. I had no clue he was heading over to Arizona. As a matter of fact, in uh, previous episodes, I predicted he was heading over to Pittsburgh. And when I was talking to Alex Cazora, I still kind of felt that, you know, it was still a want, not a need. And, you know, Alex even pointed out, you know, Buffalo, Cleveland made some of the most sense. I don't know who had Arizona as the team he would choose, but Arizona it is. And you know what? I have a little bit of, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, hot take, if you will, on the whole two-year contract. Two years from now, Stefan Tuitt's a free agent. Two years from now, J.J. Watt is a free agent. Should we already start speculating what the 2023 free agency will look like? I don't know. Maybe we should. But either way, I think it would be really cool if J.J., even as a backup, joined his brothers at some point. I think it's safe to say T.J. is about to stay in Pittsburgh for many, 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 many years to come. Um, and hopefully Dirk, too. So time will tell, but uh, in the meantime... Looks like J.J. is going to be flying high with the Cardinals in the 2021 season. Jeez, oh, Pete, guys, there's so much going down. So much going down in the NFL. March 17th. Mark your calendars for March 17th. That's when free agency kicks off. And we all know that that's when it officially kicks off. There's going to be a whole bunch of agreements in the meantime. And there's a lot of free agents that are going to be uh, available even well before the new league year starts. Kyle Rudolph was released. Jared Cook was released. Golden Tate was released. Duke Johnson was released. There's a lot of great talent before free agency officially even begins. There's so much great talent to, you know, add to your team. Uh, We're going to be coming up with some weekly predictions, uh, especially the closer we get to March 17th. But definitely, some hot news coming down the pipelines right now. Is every every day it seems like there's going to be a new player released, and the cap right now they're talking maybe 185, maybe 180. That's going to force a lot of teams to think twice about those mid-range contracts. I mean, heck, the big ones are what they are, but those mid-range contracts are going to be um, possibly. It's sad to say the the you know the sacrifice of the team that could be you know for example the Steelers I hope it's not um, Vince Williams I really hope not but you know you think about like kind of like mid mid range contracts and that could be what sacrificed this off season another big contract that could be on the move but I highly doubt Russell Wilson. Let Russ cook, they say. Well, he may be cooking somewhere else this upcoming season. He is due to make 50, well, I should say this much. 
he is actually going to cost the Seattle Seahawks $58 million in dead money if he is traded. Um, that would be a huge cap hit for the Seattle Seahawks. I just don't see it happening, guys. I don't see $58 million on their, on their books. And, and where are you going to go? What other quarterback are you going to replace with Russell? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Get him an offensive line so he's happy. You're already giving him amazing tools, okay? DK Metcalf is going to be like one of the best in the league, if not already. So get him the offensive line. He's not going anywhere. Avoid all the, the rumors. It's a bunch of malarkey. So that just about does it for the NFL portion, guys. That uh, As you can already tell, there is a lot that's on the fringe of happening in the NFL. We're going to be here for it, man. Every single week we're going to be talking NFL. You know NFL is uh, highly conversed here at Denny Thinks He Knows. And that, that will not stop, especially the closer we get to free agency and then the draft and then mini rookie camp. No, it's going to be a good time, and we're looking forward to it. Heading right on over to Major League Baseball, we have spring training. Spring training has officially started, guys. How exciting. The games are underway, and teams are already getting loose for this upcoming season. I am super excited for it. It's fun. My Cleveland Indians are you know, looking to rebuild, and with that being said, you know, there's already some pieces coming up. Bobby Bradley, for example, at first base. Excited to see what he's able to do with Carlos Santana leaving. And so many new young pieces. All the shortstops. Jimenez, for example, being one of those um, star shortstops right now uh, from the Francisco Lindor trade. So very exciting to see what he's able to possibly do. And... I, it, there's nothing better than the start of baseball. Why? Because that's the start of summer. <laughs> hey, I love the NFL so much, but you know what? The start of NFL means cold weather. Even out here in California, guys, out here in North Hollywood, sunny SoCal, it gets chilly. It was actually a pretty chilly day today, mid-50s, I think, high 50s. Yeah, that's cold for me now. Uh, shame to say as a Midwest boy, but that is the facts. And when the NFL comes around, so does that cold weather. But my goodness, we're, we're going to have fun this season. I think uh, it's, it's set to be a nice Major League Baseball uh, rebirth of a normal baseball season from the 60 games that happened last year. Although you do know I am a big fan of the fact that I want those games to remain shorter. We've talked about this many times on Denny Thinks He Knows. I want a shorter baseball season. Okay, keep me interested in it more. 162, man, that is a marathon. I'd like to find something between a marathon and a sprint, okay? Alrighty. Guys, we have to um, acknowledge right now some very frustrating news. Um, I tied in with my Cleveland Indians. There's questions right now. Uh, even Nick Francona, son of Terry Francona, has mentioned um, on his uh, Twitter, even recently, um, upset, you know, with his dad and the, the front office for possibly covering up Mickey Calloway's behavior. He has demonstrated a predator behavior, inappropriate behavior, um, to 
several women in Major League Baseball. Um, and, it, and it almost seems like it's been a cover-up. There's no place for this, not only in baseball, but for the world. There's, there's no place for predator behavior. Mickey should be banned from baseball, quite frankly. And, and it makes me upset that I even rooted for the guy. I, I was so happy when he got his first head coach position with the Mets. Get him out of baseball. And I sure hope that there really wasn't any cover-up. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire right now, guys. And it's frustrating to even hear this as a Cleveland Indians fan. So we're going to be following this story. But, you know, man, put me down on record as wanting Mickey banned from baseball. Baseball and, and the world in general should feel a whole lot more safer than I think what it has in the past. And, and people shouldn't feel unsafe in a wee little bit. And you got a guy like Mickey, you know, roaming around that, you know, making people feel uncomfortable or, you know, God forbid, worse. Come on, get him out. Get him out. I don't care. One strike, two strikes, three strikes. Get him out. Okay. Moving on over to AAA baseball. AAA was set to start, actually, in uh, April. And, and now it's set to start in May. I will say this much. Um, it's worth noting, you know, that uh, it's, it's going to be a shorter season, it appears, later start time for AAA baseball. It's so important, though, to get the minor leagues cooking again. That was such a devastating thing that Major League Baseball didn't have their minor league program pretty much at all last year. At all. They had a taxi league where, you know, they play little inter-squad inter games. It is so pivotal. And we were, we're actually going to talk about this later in the show, about how important minor league you know teams are, and just having some type of farm system in general for sports. But, you know, thinking about all the player development that just had to hit pause and hopefully can regain. I mean, I improvise. I, I'm a comedian. For those that don't know, I'm a comedian. And, you know, taking a year off of improv this past year that I have, I already know I'm going to be super rusty. That just is what it is. Um, but when you're you're facing 90 mile per hour plus pitches and you know that ball is coming off even faster on the bat speed, I mean, it's going to take a long time to get these guys back up to par. And it's just so important. I'm so thankful that, you know, minor league baseball is coming back, and even if it is delayed this year. But, um, you know, from single A, kids that are usually coming out of high school and college all the way to triple A, Guys that are ready to make that leap, you know, to the majors, and everywhere, everywhere in between. It's so important, and I'm I'm very excited that they're coming back. And worth noting for all those that you know may live near those uh, you know, minor league affiliate teams, don't plan on going to a season opener in April. All righty, guys, that just about does it for the major league baseball portion of first up. You know what that means. We're heading right on over to the NBA with our good friend Mitchell Mack. Mitchell Mack, welcome back. Oh, what's good? What's good, Denny? Good to be oh, back, my man. Feels good to have you back. Always great to have you back, Mitchell Mack. Um, got so much good stuff going on this week. We're excited to hear about your uh, your three-pointers. Oh, that's right. I got my three-pointers because I'm an NBA guy. It's a basketball joke. So here's what we're doing. Pointer number one, as always, a classic free throw. We're talking about the MVP race. This season has Ooh. been 
very interesting. A lot of ups and downs for a lot of teams. You know, the Pacers at one point were like amazing, and now they're like the ninth or tenth seed. It's been a whirlwind. And it's the same thing with the MVP race. I feel like there is no clear-cut winner right now. And normally normally in the NBA, I feel like in the past few seasons, it's always been, oh, yeah, it's obviously Giannis. It's obviously LeBron. It's obviously Russell Westbrook or whoever. And this season, I'm not convinced there's anyone. I was, I was checking out NBA.com's MVP list. They got Joel Embiid, number one, LeBron, number two, Nikola Jokic, number three, Steph Curry, number four, Damian Lillard, number five. And here's my thing. All the way at number 10 was James Harden. And I feel like James Harden deserves more respect on the MVP talk. And I know it would be weird because he started the season as a Houston Rocket, right? And then he (laughs) went to the Nets. Uh, That would be very – I think that would be the first time in NBA history that's ever happened, you know, if he were to get MVP. But – over the last 10 games, they're 9-1. They're and one. Right now, they're number two in the East, right behind the 76ers. As we're speaking right now, this could change you know, tonight for all we know. Oh, sure. And, and they don't have any Kevin Durant right now. They're playing without Kevin Durant. He's injured, and it hasn't been a problem. The dude, the other night, he had a 30-point, 14-rebound, 15-assist game with zero turnovers. And he's killing it. And, and, and you know, other guys who have a claim, Joel Embiid, Yes, he's probably like a front runner right now, but I don't know. He's not doing anything incredibly spectacular. The 76ers record isn't amazing. LeBron James, he's losing without Anthony Davis right now. Nikola Jokic, they're not playing real winning basketball where they're like a top two or top three seed because traditionally you got to be at least a top three seed to win MVP. And so I want to know your take. Do you think James Harden should be in this conversation? Do you think no way? What do you think? think? What are your thoughts? I think so. I think you make a great point. Here's the thing. Yes, he pretty much bailed out on the Houston Rockets. Oh, yes. But there was questions. We were talking about it months ago. There was questions with his weight. There was questions with, of course, his ability to, you know, still perform at that, you know, MVP type level. Yeah. He came over and has just straight up made the Nets, like, possibly – the best team in basketball. Yeah. And, and it's all on the offensive end. I mean, their defense is, you know, not great, but it doesn't matter when your offense matter. is this historically good. And obviously Kyrie Irving is playing a big part into why they're winning so much, but James Harden is simultaneously leading this team while somehow taking less shots and taking like less of a load offensively it's it's amazing it's it's the exact opposite of what i thought would happen when he went to the brooklyn nets he's playing selfishlessly is that how to say that word no you're right you're right and, and that, there we go and that's such a huge key when when you're talking about chemistry you're talking about joining a new team and and learning their playbook and learning you know um you know just the ins and outs of you know being on a brand new team And it's like, he literally made this transition within the season. And it's one thing to be like, you know, well, he's playing well, he's getting his other, you know, teammates involved, but it's a whole nother topic when he's in an MVP discussion, when you're in an MVP MVP discussion with all that, that was just said, name me another guy right now that's doing that. And I honestly, I questioned it hardcore. We talked about this episodes ago. I was like, "Eh, you know, playoff time comes around, you know, chemistry is going to shine bright and, 
you know, yeah. that's right. I don't know. They're Achilles heel and they, they just fresh off of like back-to-back losses from my Cleveland Cavaliers. Fun fact on a four game winning streak right now, <laughs> no the, wheels, the wheels may not have been <laughs> totally off, <laughs> but, but you know, when the, when the Nets did um, lose back-to-back, it was like, yeah, boy, you know, like oh, KD yeah. was breaking protocol. Kyrie's being Kyrie right now. Um, who's going to play center for them. Who's going to play defense for them. Yep. And, you know, it's almost like a huge like tip of the cap right now to Harden. That's like, not just him, but he's a huge influence on that's almost like all those issues are being kind of like wiped away. He's wiping all those away. And that yeah. is that's in the fabric of a most valuable player. Yeah. And, and I also think another reason, uh, so with the NBA MVPs, I don't know how it works in the NFL and the MLB, but with the NBA, it's very narrative driven. You know, like the, the year Russell Westbrook won MVP was because Kevin Durant left the season prior. And so yeah. everyone was rooting for Russell Westbrook, you know, and like Derek Rose, when he won, it was because LeBron James had just left Cleveland. And so they didn't want to give LeBron the MVP. They wanted to give it to someone else. Derek Rose was like the next guy in line, you know, and so it's always this narrative. And so, and I feel like no one else has a strong narrative, but this idea of James Harden switching teams and then changing this team around, turning this team around, leading this team. Uh, I feel like that's a good narrative that could be started. So, so I think, I think he needs a little more respect in the MVP race. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. I, th- I think he may be getting it. So that's my, that's my free throw. That's a, that great, was nice. that's a great start. And you know, I was talking about James Harden. I'm going to keep James Harden for this uh, mid range jumper. a la Michael Jordan for my two pointer. Okay. So I'm a big basketball shoe fan if you're a basketball fan in general you like the shoes if it's the lebrons if it's the the Giannis's, you know i have Giannis's. i also have a donovan mitchell signature shoes i love them james harden has a signature shoe with adidas and uh some fans noticed that the traction of his shoe that he was playing with is different from the traction of the shoe that they sell and That's the traction, right. yeah, and the traction of the shoe he was playing with is traditionally a better traction. It's called herringbone. It's it's boring shoe stuff. You don't need to know, but you need to be outraged with me because these people are paying like 130 bucks for these shoes, and they're not even getting the best shoe quality that they can. It, like, I, I don't. Does that seem right to you, if Denny? You, if you pay for steak and you get a Big Mac, oh. Ooh. Listen, I no no disrespect. I actually had a Big Mac last night for dinner, but that's besides the point. I didn't pay for a steak. You paid for a Big Mac. Did yeah, I paid five dollars and some odd cents for Delicious. a Big Mac. Juicy. No, it was it was actually really good. They the pickles always get me, but that's not <laughs> the point. The point is when you pay for a product at a certain level, you know you get what you pay for, and when you don't get what you pay for, people should be upset. It makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean it's 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 disappointing, especially as as a basketball shoe enthusiast, because when you buy these shoes, you're you know you are putting on what James Harden wears, and that's part of the joy of it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be they wouldn't have signature shoes if that exactly. wasn't part of the fun, you know. And so I yeah I feel like these these people are getting gypped. The fans need to get what these players get when they're paying for it. It's a crown shame. Well, you know what. Here on Denny Thinks He Knows, we make a lot of changes around here, or we ask for a lot of changes. And 
if anyone has heard my final straw, which there's another, or last straw there, that is, there's been some doozies in the past. And, oh. and this is a perfect example. We've had it. It's a lot. This is our last straw. Fix it. Fix, fix it, it, NBA. Fix it, James Harden. Fix it, Adidas. Adidas, fix it. Fix it. Ugh. Well, talk it, talk it on, a, on a lighter note. Uh, NBA <laughs> <laughs> changing gears real quick. NBA All-Star Weekend coming up. Should be fun. Uh, I talked last week about how the three-point contest, slam dunk contest, and skills challenge will happen on the same day as the That's All-Star right. And it is happening. I was correct. Go me. Uh, but with that in mind, with the three-point contest, dunk contest, and skills challenge, I wanted to do a little predicting with you and I. And, uh, and, okay. and we'll, we'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. So we'll see. Uh, so first off, let's start with the three-point contest. Now, if you look, we have Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns. We have, uh, we have uh, Steph Curry from the uh, Golden State Warriors. We have Zach Levine right. from the Bulls, Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz. You have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, both from the Celtics. So, Denny, uh, I'll, I'll go first for this. Sure. Since, since I'm asked the question, who are you taking in this competition? For me, I got to go with Steph Curry. Um, and the reason, the reason I'm going with Steph Curry, if you've ever watched Steph Curry before a game, he always hits the craziest shots during his pregame warmups. Like it'll be like a shot that's like 50 feet away from the hoop, like in a tunnel, and it'll drain it, right? And so yeah. he's going to be in this mindset of like, hey, this is just a little before the game fun. So I'm going to make every single shot that I shoot and he's going to win. And so that is my prediction. You can count it down. Steph Curry for the win. Denny, what do you think? Oh, well, you know what? You can't go wrong with, with Curry. I mean, he literally can drain it from half court and be consistent with doing that. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. This. So here's the thing though. When I've watched these competitions the past couple of decades, I've noticed one trend. It's usually the <laughs> what's the the best way I can say it? it's the horse in the race that you really you didn't really think was even going to be in the top three, right? Yeah. Yes. And, and they just it's their night. They just strike lightning in a bottle. Mm -hmm. And my my horse that I'm picking is Zach Levine. Ooh. Ooh, you don't see it coming. You don't see it coming. You're like, yo, that's cute. He might be in the top five, Denny. Maybe. <laughs> well, you know, I'm pretty sure I just saw he is the uh, in the NBA right now. He's the, the wow. English is hard. He has the number <laughs> one three point percentage in the NBA as of right now. He has a sweet stroke. He has a sweet. I mean, they, they all have pretty good looking shots. You know, Devin Booker getting disrespected by us like he does by everyone. That's fine. <laughs> All right, so he's used to it at this point. He's he's freaking if, used to if it. If he listens to it, he'll be like just another one. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll add us to his uh, to his hit list. <laughs> so we got we got the slam dunk contest, and yes, you know, uh, this year you look at these guys. Okay, so you have Obi Toppin from the Knicks, and then the other two guys I legitimately have never heard of until looking at this list. You have uh, cautious. Stanley, I believe that's how you say it. And then Afrony Simons. So Cautious is from the Pacers. Afrony is from Portland. And before we before we pick, I want to say real quick, why aren't guys like Zion doing this? You know, 
It makes no sense. It, 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 and I, I get, I think it's like, uh, I think it's like a, well, if I lose, I'll get like trashed for it, you know, but, but you could win. <laughs> I still feel like LeBron should have done it. Oh my gosh. He, of course he should have done it. I mean, like, you know, second year or rookie LeBron would have crushed. Even right now. Give me LeBron yeah. right now. He, he, he could I still, still... Be, uh, I mean, like, you know, Zach Levine should be in this and, and so should, uh, Zion, who I just mentioned, uh, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, why, why is he in the three point contest for some reason, the three point contest, every star is like, yes. In the dunk contest, yeah. every star is like, no, I do not <laughs> want to do it, man. Well, I'll tell you my pick. I'll go, All I'll right. go first on the, on this round. Do it. Um, I, I think, uh, man, it's a tough call, but there's not a lot to look forward to. <laughs> in indiana no offense to indiana so my heart right now is saying kesha stanley is going to give indiana something to smile about Ooh, all right i you know i was i was looking at these guys highlights because i've seen obi top and play i literally haven't seen the other guys i was watching their highlights um and yeah and i think in my opinion i think obi Toppin's gonna take it one he's the most recognizable guy and two when he dunks, he dunks with like a ferociousness uh, that the others don't like. Kind of like a no, like I a hear Dominique you. Wilkins. But he not, does not Dominique Wilkins. So, so I'll I'll take Obi Toppin for that. But it's, I just I think mean, it's gonna. Be I think Stanley. You got to think like he's sitting there right in Indiana, and after the game, there's nothing to do right in Indiana <laughs> besides like make sure you know like I don't know Applebee's sure is still line. Yeah, exactly. and it's like it's freezing cold there. He probably has a lot of time to be creative, and creativity, right? Jumping right. over a car, jumping over Shack, jumping like, over a cornfield. There, you He's you you understand. So it's like I think creativity. He has a lot of time on his hands in Indiana. Yeah. He's just doing like five eighty dunks after practice. I can see it. <laughs> All right, now we got last challenge. We got the skills challenge. So. We got Robert Covington of the Blazers. We got my boy Luka Doncic of the Mavs. We got Chris Paul, boo, of the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> okay, I love Chris Paul. We have Julius Randle of the Knicks. We got DeMontis Sabonis of the Pacers and Vucevic of the Magic. And I will say, ever since they let big men into this competition, normally they'll do like, like half big men, half guards. Normally the big men win. Uh, so for my prediction, I am going to pick julius randall Ooh, okay he's been playing well he's been shooting well this is his first all-star game he's gonna have that energy of like oh i got a lot to prove you know like this is just so fun and new and exciting i just want to win you know chris paul has done this thing like a billion times and he loses every time uh and yeah so i'll, I'll take julius randall who yeah <laughs> who you I got like it. you have I chris like paul it. so i was actually gonna say Funny enough, like a good neighbor. Hey, Chris Paul well, there. Well, you know what? I, and my, my original intro was, you know, we were just talking last week how really doesn't make sense that he's even in this all-star weekend to begin with. Yeah. Right? Agreed. And I just feel like it might be his last one. Oh, that? Yeah. I could. I kind of feel that. like he goes out with a bang. 
he goes out with the skills challenge Taco Bell <laughs> championship. That's a bang. Yeah, and, and he gets a few points during the actual game. <laughs> but, you know, the real winner for, for his night, his uh, all-star experience is, I think, winning that skills challenge. But I'm, he does I, not I, have a great track record. I yeah. will say that much. Well, yeah, because I, I heard he's been in literally four or five, and he hasn't won once. Yeah. Uh, but you know, but, but that could also be like, <laughs> he's been preparing for this moment every year. He's like, I'm going to lose on purpose until yes. 2021. And then it's just I'm been gonna, one big setup. I'm going to take it. <laughs> could be. Yeah. No, I think we're onto something. And I think that's right. I think so. But, but, but that was my, uh, I, I forgot to say that was my three pointer and I forgot to think of analogy for my three pointer. Uh, that was a, uh, that was that was Shaquille O'Neal's one lone career three-pointer right there. Right at the buzzer. Or right. It's almost a debate. Did it swish before the buzzer? <laughs> <laughs> Did it, didn't it? I, who cares? That was a lot of fun, uh, Mitchell Mack. For, of course, our NBA portion of First Up, you know what that means. Oh, I do know what that means. That means I got to move my mic away from my face because it's time for Second That Emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, that was for you, darling. Well, it's tradition now. And my it mom is. looks forward to those shout outs. And my, my mom, Deborah, is just jealous. <laughs> just envy fills her veins. Well, Deborah, I will find a shout out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, some way. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of perfect fits uh, for perfect people. Mitchell, we're talking about your top five. Who you got in fantasy this week? Fantasy basketball point guard. Let's hear it. Who I got in fantasy basketball point guard? Oh, I'm so not ready for this. Psych. I'm so ready for this, Denny. I, I faked you out. I juked you right there. So for point guard, I got two options for you. My yeah. number one option right now, I got James Harden. I've been talking about him in the MVP. He's been putting up these crazy numbers. He's playing against the Rockets, Celtics, and Pistons next. Uh, he will destroy the Rockets. Mark my words, they are awful. He will destroy the Pistons. Mark my words, they're trash. The Celtics, he'll have a harder time with, but you know he needs to carry the load offensively. You can take James Harden. My other point guard, I'm taking. My pickup of the week. Ooh. I got Colin Sexton. Hey. That's right. The Cleveland Cavalier point guard, Colin Sexton. Bulldog. He's not on your snub list. He is not on my snub list. Not this week, dude. He, he's playing the Pacers pelicans and the hawks and the pacers are a good team as are the pelicans uh but i don't see a lot of defense coming his way from them uh and the hawks are not very good especially if trey young is guarding him trey young does not stand a chance of stopping him <laughs> but then again i don't know how well he'll stop trey young but that doesn't matter we're talking fantasy and so when it comes to points when it comes to rebounds assists colin sexton he's going to be collecting him as your point guard moving That's on what i'm talking about Shooting guard. This is kind of a cheat because I don't think he's technically a shooting guard, but I'm putting him there anyway. I got LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball, let me tell you, he has been so much fun to watch. He is so exciting. He's so exhilarating. His shot is very unconventional, but it's super fun. And he's coming up against the Timberwolves, the Pistons, and the Raptors. Only the Raptors are a pretty good team right now. The Timberwolves are garbage just garbage <laughs> and the pistons i've already said they're a trash fire and so lamella ball he'll have a lot of fun with them he'll score a lot and in the the hornets really rely on his offense 
uh, from both scoring and passing. So you can count a lot That's of points right. from LaMelo Ball. First small forward, I got Jason Tatum. I haven't Ooh. given Jason Tatum any love this year, and he's coming up against the Raptors, the Nets, and the Rockets. I've talked about the Raptors. They're a pretty good team. The Nets are a great team, but they're awful on defense. He'll score a lot against them. And the Rockets, they're one of the worst teams in the NBA. Jason Tatum is super talented, super integral to the Celtics offense. You need him in there for power forward. I got my main man, Zion Williamson. That's right. He's coming out with his own signature shoe soon with Jordan. I hope it's good. I hope the traction doesn't lie, unlike James Harden. (laughs) He's coming up. He'll play the Bulls, the Heat. And the Timberwolves, the Heat, he could have a hard time with. They're a really good team defensively. Uh, But the Bulls and the Wolves, I could see him playing really well, getting a lot of boards, you know, with his gigantic arms and his huge vertical. And then at center, I talked about it a little bit. I got Joel Embiid. I'm not taking the Joker this week. I'm not taking the Joker. That's a little change up. I know. I've taken him pretty much every week. So this week, I'm taking Embiid. He's playing Utah, which will be super tough. Um, but I believe yeah. in his offensive skill set, even though Rudy Gobert is really good. And then the Bulls and the Wizards. And it's like, come on, just give him 40 points for both of those games. He's going to crush it. Oh, and another extra player, if, if, if you have this, if he's there, pick him up. Another Cavaliers player, Jared Allen. Hey, yes, this I like this. He's, he's a good 15-15 a game, I feel like, for the most part. He'll, he'll get you a ton of boards, some blocks, uh, some you know easy lobs for points. And he's very important to the Cavs, so he's going to play a lot of minutes, which means more opportunity to get said points and rebounds. So pick him up. Wow. Hey, that is some great traction for the Ooh. week. <laughs> and that ain't no lie. That ain't no lie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you guys heard it here first. We gave you some predictions. We gave you some guidance for fantasy. Mitchell Mack, you give us so much happiness. Thank you for everything. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Denny, as always, thank you. Thank ah, you, Denny. I'm blushing. If all the viewers could, could and listeners could see this see right now. See this tomato that I'm staring at right now. If the listeners could view it. <laughs> all right, guys. That has been Mitchell Mack with the, our – Amazing NBA correspondent and our um, NBA fill for the week. It's great. We're going to be heading right on over to Last Straw. Oh, wait. Uh, Oh, my gosh. You wouldn't believe it if I could show you right now. I'm getting another FaceTime. I think this might be Matthew McConaughey. Wait a second. It's saying from the heavens. Uh, Who's this? Well, 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 that's right, Danny. It's from the heavens oh, oh, oh my gosh is this jimmy stewart well i prefer to be called james but yes hi hi james, james. Well, 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 well you see danny I, i've been in heaven for for so long now and i just wanted to catch up and see how all the sports on earth are doing Oh, oh, I miss him so. Oh, I, I haven't seen a, a, a touchdown thrown or, or, or a slam dunk in so long. Oh, my gosh. There's so much to catch you up on. I mean, first off, welcome to the show. And well, second, well, thanks for coming on Denny Thinks He Knows. Well, well, I had to come to the, well, the best the, the best sports podcast in all of 2021. Denny, I, I, I got a question for you. Sure. Did the Buffalo Bills finally win a Super Bowl? 
Did they no. win one to any? No. Oh, but they went to four straight in the 90s. What went wrong? <laughs> well, they were, lack of a better term, kind of irrelevant uh, for oh, no. the past 25 oh, don't years. Say that, Danny. Don't say but that to me. This past year, oh, yeah. they, they got pretty. They got pretty darn close, but they they lost again in in the well, playoffs. That's no good. Well, yeah. well, that's no good at all. Well, well, they should have won one. They went to four straight. Well, well, I feel all so bad for for all the Buffaloes out there. Oh, <laughs> what about Michael Jordan? Is he still oh, uh, slamming dunks? No, he. Uh, well, he has actually an amazing steakhouse in uh, Chicago. Still does great on the golf course. Well, and, uh, well, well, well tell yeah. me this. Tell me yeah. this. He, he never played for another team other than the Bulls, right? Because they were a match made no. in heaven. He never... What? What are you saying? Daddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he actually he played for the Wizards. No. And uh, oh, oh, Washington Wizards? And he played for the Chicago White Sox minor league club for a little bit. So he he bounced around a little bit. Oh, he's no, he's no. doing great. Well, he's a baseball player. He, well, he slams the dunk and he, he dribbles the ball. There's if no you ever way. want to watch, if you ever want to watch his documentary, it's it, it came out Last Dance. Oh, last you, year. you mean Space Jam? Well, of course, I've seen Space Jam. It's amazing, Denny. Oh my gosh! What else you want to know? This this is a backwards interview. Uh, well. What else you want to know? Well, I want to know one more thing, Danny. Yeah. Tell me, is John McEnroe still the greatest tennis player of all time? No, I would actually say oh, Andy Roddick. You'd say Andy Roddick? Well, how many how many Wimbledons has Roddick won? Well, that I would have to Google for you. But Andy Roddick would take the cake. Well, well, that's amazing. Well, I got to look up this Andy Roddick fellow. Hold, wait a second. He has a, he's only won one open. It was the he, Australian. He takes the cake. Yeah, well, 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 it says Roger Federer has 20 open wins. Well, well you didn't mention him. I thought, I thought you knew, Denny. Well, I guess that's why it's Denny thinks he knows. Exactly. There's always a disclaimer. Jimmy Stewart, you've been a lot of fun. We're going to keep on there. I can't believe I just had Jimmy Stewart on the show. A true call from heaven, a true legend, and a true shock that I got roasted about tennis from Jimmy Stewart. I was not expecting that when I woke up this morning. Let me tell you that much. You know, but hey, that's why I call myself Denny Thinks He Knows. There's a big old disclaimer there. Shout out Andy Roddick and that cake. <laughs> All right, guys, we're heading on over to Last Straw. And in Last Straw, spoiler alert, we're picking on the NFL again. Last week, we said every single team, all 32 teams in the NFL should have cheerleaders. All right? Uh, this week, I am saying the NFL should also put on their very long to-do list in this offseason, create a minor league system. That is right, a farm system, right? Baseball has it. Single A, double A, triple A. Basketball has it. The G League. Okay. It's so incredibly important to have a farm team. To have player development. Now I understand you can get special talents, such as a LeBron, straight from high school. Right? 
you can get special talents from even baseball players that straight from college. Uh, they're ready to take the leap, even in the same year that they got drafted in. That's not impossible, right? In football, that is exactly what happens every single year. And some are ready for that leap. Others, they're considered a bust pretty quick, right? Or they don't show enough to even get on a practice squad. And even practice squad, your pr probability is not high to make the team even ever, you know? And it's just, I, I know there's so much wear and tear in the NFL. I totally understand. But I think of it as so monumental. So pivotal, so pivotal, uh, so paramount. I can't stress enough how important it would be to have a farm team for all NFL teams. It just one, just one team. You don't need to have a whole rank like baseballs, you know, single A, double A, triple A. Just one team. The NFL could even train the referees. I'd love to see the referees be able to sharpen their game before they're able to be declared into the NFL. You know? I mean, and another note, too, there's 53 men on that roster. And another, what, 10 or so on the practice squad? And, yes, there's 22 guys on offense and defense, and then you throw in the, the kicker, the punter, the special teams unit, sure. You still got roughly 20 plus guys that aren't really touching that field really okay and i i totally respect that you want to keep guys fresh like i said the nfl it's easy to have wear and tear and you need those backups i just i truly think that the nfl needs to have this it's just it's so important to have a chance where you can you know watch guys um you know be i don't know pushed by you know competition at that same level to the point where they are ready for the nfl now because i don't really think they're getting pushed when they first come up out of college i, I think if anything they're getting pushed at and they might not be able to handle it come on nfl make it happen okay make it happen make it where you're given more job opportunities you're you're sharpening the, the referees right it just makes sense all the way across the board, and you can give so many cities, teams. It would be so cool to see, you know, a, a city that doesn't have a, a they they don't have a minor league baseball team, right, or or even a, a G League basketball team. Give them a football team. We're trying to create jobs from Denny thinks he knows. We're trying to create development. Okay, we're trying to develop a good time. I, with that being said, I hope you guys had. A great time listening to my show. Uh, this has been a true blast. So much fun with Mitchell Mack. Jimmy Stewart was on the show. Holy Caroli. You know, and of course, uh, covering some really important things, of course, when it comes to even baseball. Uh, some exciting stuff coming up on football as well. I'm so excited to come back next week and do it all over again with you all. No mail, by the way. No mail. So, I... Guys, drop your questions. Don't be shy. Okay? Drop your questions in the glasserdenny at gmail.com. Okay? 
Drop them at the old Facebook, the old Instagram, Snapchat. I, I'm a flexible person, okay? I want to help answer your questions. Guys, we're having fun. I hope you guys have a great week. And until next time, uh, bye-bye.